0: Cling to the
1: Open your Bible with me to First John chapter four. First John and chapter number four is where we begin. Today, If you live in the Hernando, Inverness, or Ocala area, I want to encourage you to go out and visit Bethel Baptist Church in Hernando, Florida, where Pastor Matthew Sandiford is the pastor there. It is a good, Bible-believing, gospel-preaching, family-friendly church. Amen? So, go visit them next Sunday. Amen? I believe you'll be encouraged and equipped. They're at twenty two eighty nine North McGee Drive in Hernando, Florida. First John in chapter four is where we'll be, be today, and the Bible says, "Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirit whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world." The Bible says, "Believe not every spirit." Don't believe every preacher you hear. Don't believe every Bible teacher you hear. You test them by the word of God. You try them. Hey, I love a church. That when you go there and the first thing the preacher says is open your Bible. Hey, amen. He wants you to see the word of God. He wants you to see what he is preaching. It worries me. It worries me when you go to a church and nobody is carrying a Bible. Amen. And they're just preaching off some notes. No, I want to know what God's word says. The Bible says, believe not every spirit, but try the spirit, whether they are of God, because many." false prophets are gone out into the wild. Hey, listen, the world is full full of so-called Christians. It's full of so-called Bible preachers and Bible teachers, but the Bible says you try them. You try them. And where it says spirits, listen, just as God can call a man to preach his holy word and set him apart from for that mission, for that purpose, to preach. The Bible says that he said some pastors, some preachers, some teachers, some evangelists, God has laid an anointing on that man to preach his holy word, and he is set apart for that. So listen to me, just as God can do that, Satan also can lay his hands on a man to lead people astray, to be a false witness. It may sound good, it may feel good and it may look good, but it is a completely false gospel. Amen. And there are many like that today. They will make you feel good and you'll feel tingly and you'll be encouraged, but you'll be they'll be dead wrong. They are preaching a false gospel. Just because a man speaks about the Bible, God Jesus, does not mean that he is a true child of God. But when a man confesses that Jesus Christ is Lord, that he died on that cross, that he rose again the third day, that he beat death, hell, and the grave. And the only way to heaven is to repent of your sins and put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. That man is preaching the truth. Amen. The Bible says, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man come to the Father but the by me there is no other way not all roads lead to heaven not all religions point the same way no the bible says there is but one way and straight and narrow is the way but broad is the way that leadeth unto destruction there are many many ways to hell but there's only one way to heaven and it's very narrow and it's through the Lord Jesus Christ. Many people profess to be Christians, many, but they're teaching a false gospel. They're leading people astray and it may look good. They may look good. Listen, the Satan is a master at masking something and making it look so close to the truth, but it's still false. Listen, no matter how close something is to the truth, it's still false. And the same with that spirit. The Bible says, believe not every spirit, but try it. It's your job. It's your job to try that spirit. It's your job to open the Bible and to make sure that they're telling the truth, that they're pe- preaching the truth. He says, try, that's putting it on you. You need to try it. You got to put forth some effort. Don't just lay there like a dry sponge and believe what they're saying. No, you get God's word and you follow along and you find out, are they preaching the truth? Because the Bible literally tells you there. It doesn't say there'll be a few or there'll be a bunch. No, listen to what it says. Because many false prophets are gone out into the world. God wants you to have the truth. He, he wants you to put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. If you listen to the last sermon I preached, the Bible commands you. You're commanded to repent of your sins and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. But listen, Satan is so clever. He'll, he'll get you in a place that looks good, feels good, and you'll walk out of there feeling good. But it'll be dead wrong and you'll be on your way to hell. Because the Bible says there's but one way to heaven. Amen. I'd rather hear the truth that hurts, that wounds me, but it's the truth and it's leading me down the right path than to have somebody stroke your ego or tickle your ears or make you feel good or make you feel fuzzy. Oh, many are like that today. They don't want to be convicted. I don't want to be changed. I just want you to edify me and make me feel good, but that does you no good It'd do you no good to go to the doctor if you had something wrong. And he said, everything will be all right. I just want you to feel good. I don't want to tell you nothing bad about yourself. No, you want the truth. Why? Because you'll truly get some help. And the same with the scripture. God wants you to have the truth. And he says, believe not every spirit, but try it. Make sure that they're right. Make sure they're preaching the truth. It is so important. It's a matter of life and death. It's a matter of eternal life. And death in a place called hell, that's how serious that it is. Look with me now in the next verse, 1 John chapter 4 and verse number 2. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. The great test of a teacher is what do you think of Christ? Amen. What does that person think of Christ? Listen to what it says. Hereby, in other words, hereby, this is how we know. Know ye that the Spirit of God, every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh, is of God. Isn't it amazing that it doesn't say a person, a man, or a woman? But it's talking about a spirit. Because when a person's saved, when they're born again, the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, indwells that person. And a person that is not saved, a person that is lost or is under the heavy influence of a satanic spirit, because the Bible says every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. Listen, the devil wants all he can do to deceive you, and he may use you to do it. Absolutely. He's going to use yourself. Well, you can't believe that. Well, you just, you're not, you're smarter than that. That's not right. You can't, the devil's gonna do everything that he can to confuse you. He says, hereby know ye that the spirit of God, every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. Listen, the spirit of God calls on men to acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord and to commit their lives to him. And listen to me, the Holy Spirit always glorifies jesus the holy spirit always lifts up the name of jesus what did jesus say if i be lifted up i will draw all men unto me if i be lifted up not a man not a ministry not a name not this or that but no but jesus if i be lifted up i will draw all men unto me I believe we get caught up with preachers and names and churches, and it's not about that. It's not about the ministry. It's not about crossbound ministry. No, but it's about the Lord Jesus Christ and lifting up his name. That's the reason we chose the name of our ministry, crossbound ministry. We are bound to spreading the message of the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are bound to lifting up the name of Jesus that he may draw men unto him and women and little boys and little girls. Amen. And the Bible says here, hereby this is how ye know the Spirit of God, that every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. In other words, Jesus is God in the flesh. Jesus is God. Amen. But he's in the flesh. That's how he makes, that's how we have intercession with God is through Jesus. And you say, fully explain that. I can't. No man can ever fully explain that. No man or woman can fully ever understand that. If you could, he wouldn't be God, but he just says it and you have to take it by faith. Amen. Look with me now in the next verse. First John chapter four and verse number three. And every spirit that confesseth Not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist. Whereof ye have heard that it should come. And even now already is it in the world. You remember what I said? That a lost person is under the heavy satanic influence. Amen. And here the Bible says it. Listen to what it says. And this is the spirit of Antichrist. They're under the spirit of Antichrist. They're under the influence. You know, they are lost. The Bible says that the God of this world, the little g, Satan, has their eyes blinded. They cannot see the truth. But when a person's saved, they have the truth. Amen? So there there are many today who are willing to say great things and acceptable things about Jesus, but they will not confess him as God in the flesh. And that's who he truly is. He is God Almighty. They will say that Christ is divine, but not that he is God. Amen. So what they do, they get close to the truth, but they won't give you the truth. The Bible says, watch out for them. Check them, test them, try them. The Bible says, make sure that they're telling you the truth because there are many today who are false teachers, false preachers. Oh, they sound good. They look good. They will draw you in. They will lift you up. You'll be encouraged, but you'll be completely wrong. Listen, you want the truth. I don't want, I want what God's word says to me, to my heart, how that can change my life. Amen. And that's what you need to. Verse number four, ye are of God little children, and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world. Oh, how we love that verse. Greater is he that is in you. You have somebody fighting for you. He's on your side. You belong to him. He can fight your battles. Amen. Listen to the verse again. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Overcome who? Overcome the false teachers. Overcome the false prophets. Overcome the false preachers. You know the truth because the Spirit of God dwells within you. Listen, when a preacher preaches, it's the Spirit of God that tells you inside, that's true, that's true, that's true, that's truth. That's the Spirit of God in you. You ever been in a church service and somebody just jumps up, amen, glory to God. That's the Spirit of God speaking to them, saying, what that preacher's saying is true. It's the Spirit of God witnessing to your spirit. Amen. And the Bible says, because greater is he that is in you. It's not you. It doesn't matter how smart you are, how many degrees you have, how many contacts you have, how much you can do. No, the Bible says it's nothing about you. It's all about him. He says, greater is he. Greater is God. Greater is the Holy Spirit. Greater is Jesus than he that is in this world in this world. Who is that? That's Satan. That's the devil. That spirit of God that dwells, that lives within you is greater than him, than he that is in this world. He's not going to deceive you. He can't deceive you. You've been shown the truth. You have the truth. You are part of the truth. The truth dwells within you that the Holy Spirit is truth. And listen, humble believers are able to overcome false teachers because they have the Holy Spirit within them. And this enables you to detect error and to refuse it and say, no, that's wrong. Amen. Now, don't use that as an excuse not to get in God's word. Well, the Holy Spirit will tell me, no, you need to study. The Bible says study to show thyself approved. And that is missing today in true Christianity and in the church. You need to spend time in that Bible drawing close to God. You see, when you love your spouse, you learn about them. You want to know about them, what they like, what they don't like, where they like to eat, what kind of food they like, what shoes they wear, what colors they like. You want to know all about them. And listen, when you truly love God and you want to get close to him, get in his word, get to know him, what he likes, what he's all about. Amen. Verse number five, they are of the world. Therefore, speak they of the world and the world heareth them they're of the world. So the world understands them. The world likes what they say. The world wants what they say. Amen. Listen to what it says. They are of the world, therefore speak they of the world and the world heareth them. The false teachers are of the world and therefore the source of all they speak is of the world. And that's what the world wants. The world wants worldly things. They want to hear that health, wealth and happiness and prosperity and God wants me to have all these monetary things. No, the Bible doesn't say anything about that. But the Bible does say that God wants to save your soul from the fires of hell. God's word says that he wants to spend eternity with you in heaven in fellowship with him. What happens on this earth? You're going to have hard times, especially if you're living for the Lord Jesus Christ. But listen, like the, the word says here, they are of the world. Therefore, speak they the world. Any false p- preachers, they'll, they'll preach about prosperity. God wants you to be happy. God says nothing about you being happy. Sure, he wants you to be happy, but he wants you to be holy first. Amen. He's worried about your happiness in eternity. Amen. With him and true fellowship with him. The Bible says you're going to have hard times in this world. If you look at the disciples, they were preaching for Christ. They had a very hard time. They were locked up, persecuted, beaten, whipped, and then finally martyred. Amen. So if you live for the Lord Jesus Christ, you're going to have a hard time. The approval of the world is not a test as the true faithfulness of a preacher's teaching. If Listen to me. If the world approves of it, it's not from the Bible more than likely. Oh, they love the tidbits out of the Bible, but they don't want the whole truth of the Word of God. Why? Because it convicts their heart. So if a person or a man just simply wants to be popular, all they got to do is speak worldly things. God wants you to have this and health and wealth and happiness. Hey, listen, people want to hear that. They want to have their ears tickled. They want to be lifted up. But that's not what a preacher's job is. A preacher's job is to preach God's word in its entirety. The truth of God's word that there's a heaven, but there's a place called hell and there's a lake of fire. And you'll go there if you don't repent of your sins and put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. So listen, a true man of God, the world is not going to accept them. And you don't want their acceptance. You want God's acceptance. Because at the end of the day, that is who you're going to give an answer to. Verse number six, we are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. The Bible says we're of God. And listen, when a person knows God and a preacher gets it to preach, listen what the Bible says. He that knoweth God heareth us. A true Christian, when they send their sound preaching or when they hear the truth, they will know it. The Holy Spirit will give witness to their spirit that that is true. That's God's word. Amen. And you will hear them. But it says, he that is not of God heareth not us. They don't hear the truth. The Bible says that their eyes are blinded, that they don't hear it. And it says, hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. This is who you know who's got the spirit of truth and who's got the spirit of error. Amen. It doesn't matter how close they are to the truth. If they're not preaching the whole truth, they are dead wrong. And listen, many will add to it or take away from it. And that is a scary, scary thing on their part. They will be judged harsh for that before a thrice holy God for leading people astray. Just as a true Bible teacher is held to a much higher standard when they stand before God for what they preached and for what they taught. And so how do you know who's saved and who's not? Who accepts the true preaching of the word of God? Because the Bible says, Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Verse number seven and eight. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God, and knoweth God. He that loveth not, knoweth not God. For God is love. Love is God's nature. Absolutely it is. And there's no love in the true sense, but that which finds the source coming from God. And he tells us what? Love one another. How important is it to God? He wants us to love one another. How many times in the Bible does he tell us that? A matter of fact, he said, that's the second to the greatest commandment. First, you're supposed to love God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And the second... Love one another. That's how important it is to God. Now, don't take this verse out of context. Don't think that that's all God is. God is love, just like yourself. There are many facets to yourself. I mean, you love, you love your family, you love your spouse, you love your parents, but there are many other facets to you also. You may be a fair person. You may be a just person. You may be a righteous person maybe a good parent. There are many facets to who you are, and God is the same way. God is love. He loves you so much that he sent his son to die for you so that you did not have to go to hell. That's how much he loved you, but that's not all God is. God is also just, holy, and righteous, and the Bible says that he will judge you for your sins if you don't put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. And you say, but I'm a good person. Listen, if you committed a crime and you wouldn't stand before a judge today, would he ask you how much good you have done? Absolutely not. That is not how the law works. And the same with the law of God. It's not going to matter how much good you have done. No, he's going to judge you by what you have done wrong. So that doesn't even work in our court today. So why would it work in God's court? It's not going to. Because God is just like that. He is going to judge you for the wrong that you've done. But you don't have to be judged in that way. He sent his son to die for you, to pay for those sins, to pay for the penalty of sin for you, which is a place called hell that you may spend eternity in heaven with him and true fellowship with him. How much does God love you? He loves you To the amount that you can't even fully and deeply understand. Would you put your child on a cross to save somebody else? Even your, I wouldn't put my child on the cross to save my own self. So, how much does God love you? He loves you so much that we can't even fully and completely understand it. Verse number nine. In this was manifested the love of God toward us, because the love of God sent His only begotten Son into the world that we might live through Him, Herein in His love. Not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. The Bible says we didn't love Him. We didn't seek after Him. No, He came after us. The Bible says we love Him because He first loved us and he sought us and he went after us and he loved you and he drawed you in and that's why we must preach the gospel that jesus be lifted up and draw all men all women all boys and all girls unto them amen are you doing that are you getting out in the street are you witnessing at your job are you telling people about the lord jesus christ that they can have eternal life and live with god forever And if you're not saved, today is the day. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. Repent of your sins and put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ.
0: We pray you have been blessed by today's message. If you have been saved or are in need of a prayer, please contact us at 352-247-9200. That's 352-247-9200. Thank you for tuning into Crossbound Ministries radio broadcast. Will you please pray about supporting our ministry and broadcast? You can go to crossboundministry.com or send your support or a gift to P.O. Box 7, Inverness, Florida 34451. That's P.O. Box 7, Inverness, Florida 34451. For a gift of $10 or more, we will send you a booklet. Please pray for us as our ministry and radio broadcast grows. Tune in every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. to hear a message from our preacher, Mike Sadler. You can follow Crossbound Ministry on Facebook, YouTube, and visit us on the web at crossboundministry.com. If you are a pregnant woman in need of help, there is hope. You can reach out to the Citrus Pregnancy Center. There are locations in Inverness and in Crystal River. Their phone number is 352-341-5176. That's 352-341-5176. This broadcast has been sponsored in part by Henley's Grading Incorporated for all your land clearing and hauling needs. Located in Hernando, Florida. 352-897-3507. That's 352 352-897- 897 3507 This program is sponsored by Crossbound Ministry of Inverness Florida